Well, I, th- I am passionate about this program. I see what we're doing. I see the results. I see the, the quality of life we're offering to, you know, a group of people that have a chronic disease. And um, I think the more people we can get involved, um, able to teach this program, you know, the more people we're going to help. Hi, this is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I'm John McGowan, and if you have something interesting that uh, you think I should know about, a topic that you'd like to hear discussed, someone smart and talented that you feel I should be interviewing, send me an email, john at indoorcycleinstructor.com. As I've said in the past, my role here is in the promotion of smart, talented people. And I want to introduce you to another one. Her name is Kathy Helmuth. And Kathy is the master coach of our new Parkinson's Cycling Coaching Program. It's an ACE-accredited online education that a... A qualified individual can take, which will allow them to introduce and coach indoor cycling classes that are specific to people with Parkinson's disease. So I'd like everybody to meet Kathy, who's actually my friend and business partner. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you, John. I'm delighted to be here. Kathy, you came to me with an idea and just explain to everybody what that idea was and where it's taken us. Well, what that idea was when I came to you was that I was in, I was coaching a um, indoor cycling program for Parkinson's members at our facility in Sarasota, Florida. Over the last three years, I was seeing quite a bit of symptom management uh, for Parkinson's individuals who were taking the indoor cycling class. This is a group class. Um, We have anywhere from 5 to 20 people in class at the same time. And we were seeing, as I said, good symptom management for most of the individuals. What do you mean by symptom management? Well, when when a person is diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, first of all, it's a chronic disease with absolutely no cure. And it it comes in different stages and uh, goes through like five different stages of the disease and each stage becoming increasingly worse. Well, what happens in our indoor cycling class is that we're finding that using a certain cadence along with a certain certain, uh, intensity level, it actually provides a little bit of a push to the dopamine over the synapse in the brain, and it actually helps the people walk a little bit better, gait better, balance better. It, each individual is different how they um, how they respond to the program. It also also offers a support group to that individual and their uh, caregiver. So we were seeing so many great positive um, of you know effects from this class and I wanted to I wanted to share it. I want to share it with the world is what it basically I managed to. So and what you're following is, you know, there was I did an interview back in February with Dr. Jay Alberts where he had discovered this symptomatic benefit, meaning that it relieves some of the symptoms of Parkinson's through what he describes as forced exercise. Um, 
explain what what that is. So forced exercise is in, is encouraging individuals to ride faster than their voluntary cadence, eventually getting to 80 to 90 RPMs to receive the benefits of the program. And when you say voluntary cadence, what do people, you know, in this population, when they first get on a bike, what are they typically pedaling? They're pedaling anywhere from 55 to 65 RPMs. And that's, you know, that's comfortable for everybody. So um, that's basically what they're, what they're starting, what they always start out with. And we encourage them to increase that cadence um, over a period of time. Gotcha. Okay. So why did you contact me? Well, John, because I'll tell you what, I'm a fan of yours and I've been a fan of yours for several years. And I think what you do is extremely important. So I became a little bit um, frustrated and um, a little bit confined in the program because I felt like we were not sharing. um, I wasn't able to share my knowledge with, with people who would want to be trained to possibly replicate this program. Outside of Sarasota. Outside of Sarasota, Florida, correct. So now when I contacted you, you I, I sent you an email. You responded right away. You were great. You talked to me for about one to two hours that next day. And um, I shared all of my ideas with you. You sensed my frustration. And you were able to help me help me guide, guide me, actually, through uh, the next steps that um, I needed to do. Right. And it wasn't just your frustration, Kathy. It was, it was the level of passion that you communicated. <laughs> well, I, th- I am passionate about this program. I see what we're doing. I see the results. I see the, the quality of life we're offering to, you know, a group of people that have a chronic disease. And um, I think the more people we can get involved, um, able to teach this program, you know, the more people we're going to help. Exactly. You know, because I've had people ask me on and off for years, John, how come you don't have your own indoor cycling certification? Mm -hmm. And, you know, my response is, well, there's plenty of them already. What's the point? Right. Um, What can I offer that's really substantially different? Mm -hmm. But, you know, the more you and I spoke, it started making sense to me that, you know, developing programming for these special populations um, is important. And, at the same time, and I think you had actually reached out to some other uh, cycling brands mm-hmm. without success. Yes, right, correct. Right, yeah, they're focused on you know what they do, uh, and so I began to see that you know this may be another one of my roles in this industry is to to help people like you, um, you know, develop this program and then guide you through the process, and then hopefully be able to promote it to a large population of people that can potentially offer these classes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've been very helpful in that. And and believe me, if you're going to develop a certification and then go to ACE looking for accreditation, just be prepared to spend a few <laughs> hundred hours on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what we did. Yes, we did. And it was so exciting to get our email back from them saying, you're all set. The details as such is, you know, we have a, it's, it's, um, it's a certificate, continuing education program, and uh, we were awarded uh, 0.5 ACECs, which doesn't sound like much, but you need two every two years to maintain your ACE certification. These are potentially something that you could petition, say, Mad Dog Athletics and use as part of your star points. Could you run through what we're requiring as far as prerequisites 
as far as a fitness professional background? Well, the prerequisites that we have for this training were pretty much established um, by the industry that we're working in. And we wanted to have a very high level of expectation and we wanted to be fully accredited. So those uh, qualifications are, of course, a current certification in CPR and AED and a current national group fitness certification such as ACE, AFA, NIDA, or a current personal training certification, um, ACSM, NASM, NIDA, or similar, or a BS in an exercise science or medical related field. Explain what what explain that the BS in exercise science right, right. What, what so what are you what are you talking about what kind of a degree are you talking well about? we're talking about a four year degree a bachelor's in some sort of um, uh, well even if a wellness coach something like that that requires um, a bachelor's degree so a doctor a, per, a, a nurse physical therapist a physical therapist nurse. nurse something yeah like that of course um, yeah anyone who has a related medical field yeah. So you need a, your CPR, AED, mm-hmm. and one of these additional, group fitness, personal training, a BA in a physical or medical-related field. Exactly. And then, uh, or if you happen, if you were an accredited sports and or endurance coach. That could certainly, yes, that could certainly qualify you as well. We also are encouraging people to have at least two or more years experience in conducting indoor cycling classes. It's, it's, I think that would be helpful, but it's not mandatory. Correct. Now, I'm, there's going to be a lot of people hear this and say, what? Mm-hmm. Explain why. The, why the indoor cycling component of it is, is so much lower on the... The, import, the important scale? Well, as far as teaching these classes, I mean, these, like I said, this is a chronic disease. Usually they're um, people who are over the age of 65 and they have secondary health concerns as well. So chances are you will not have someone come into the indoor cycling class who is just uh, the, the Parkinson's uh, cycling class, who just has Parkinson's disease. Once in a while, yeah, you'll have that happen. However, most of the time, you're going to have someone with diabetes. You're going to have someone who has high blood pressure. You're going to have something, another issue, um, an issue, you know, with their heart. They, maybe they've had heart surgery. Maybe they've had a stint. Maybe they're on a beta blocker. I mean, all these things, you know, kind of fall into this, you know, group as well. So um, having these extra opportunities for your, for knowledge and experience, you know, can really make that very, very valuable to teaching a safe and effective class. All right. Explain how the class is conducted. The classes are instructed by an instructor who is on the floor, not on the indoor cycling bike. That instructor is monitoring um, the participants very carefully, watching their RPM and also their heart rate. So we are following through intensity, you know, stay within our intensity um, kind of block that we want them to achieve. It's going to always be aerobic. It will never be anaerobic. We will guide them up to 80 to 90 RPMs. But this takes time. This is not something that you jump into with this class. You build this over a period of weeks and establishing an aerobic base and then establishing these, um, hopefully, these uh, symptom management opportunities. A big component of what we provided in our training is to help and educate our coaches on this population. Correct. Because 
for many of us, this would be totally foreign. Exactly. How did you initially kind of work through that part, you know, as far as just understanding that these are not your normal indoor cycling participants? When I first started with this program, when I first started teaching this program, I do have a nursing background, so I was familiar with Parkinson's disease, but it was basically educating myself. Working with the people one-on-one, learning more about it, working with a few doctors, trying to understand um, a little bit more about Parkinson's disease. When we put this program together, you and I, I, we talked about how important it is to have a little bit of a base knowledge. And I think in our certification, our, our program, we definitely give that. We talk to several doctors. You know, we, we talk about the symptoms. We talk about the management. We talk about the, um, you know, the medications, all these certain things. And I think that we have given um, our prospective coaches a great base. You know, something I wasn't even aware of until we started digging into it, and I had the privilege of interviewing a, uh, an adult psychologist who has experience working with this population, people with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Paul Fishman, and there's a lot of audio content. Uh, There's over two hours of audio interviews as part of our training, which you would expect from the Indoor Cycle Instructor podcast. But they're very helpful. And But Dr. Fishman explained that you have to come at this with a whole different uh, expectation in that, you know, a lot of us teach and we appreciate the feedback and affirmation we get from our classes. But that is – not something that typically happens no. <laughs> in a Parkinson class. Explain that. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. And I think Dr. Fishman did a great job in describing that because it is different. Um, when we go in and teach our regular indoor cycling classes, yes. I mean, it's like we are lifted up because we've given such a great class. And people say, oh, wow, you know, thanks so much for that great class and great music and all these other things. In this class, you are not the star. Uh, The instructor is not the star. The participants are the stars. And um, when they come in, chances are it's been a challenge to get to the class. So they may be a little bit grumpy. They may be a little bit, you know, unhappy about being there. I mean, they really don't want to exercise, but they know they need to exercise for feeling better. So when they get there, you know, it's a a little different um, start to the class. Um, so I think having um, that open mind and um, being happy that, you know, offering them that opportunity to take a class and being happy that they've come to the class and to get started, I think, you know, as the, as the class progresses, they typically feel better. But you're going to have that one or two people who are always going to be grumpy with not a frown, you know, a frown on their face because sometimes Symptoms of Parkinson's affect facial expression. So even though they may be providing you the feedback in how they're performing, their face may not show that. And that's totally different, too. So you have to, um, you know, kind of wrap your mind around that as well, that you're not going to get that smile and woohoo and all this sort of thing that we're used to for our, for our indoor cycling classes. Typically, um, it's a different it's a different um, it's a different environment. It is, yes. But God bless you for doing it. And uh, we're certainly going to be appreciative of anyone who decides to take this on. Absolutely. Now, um, we're recording this on October 7th. And this day is significant because our very first Parkinson cycling class is beginning at the Edward Health and Fitness Center in uh, Woodbridge, Illinois. 
And through this process, I reached out to a lot of people who, you know, I just saw as good potentials. And Kay Mamo, she's been on the podcast a number of times, and she said, oh my gosh, John, Connie Truesdell at Edward is just awesome with people with Parkinson's, and she would be so excited. And she was exactly right. <laughs> I think I was on the phone with her for two hours. <laughs> and uh, but, but she is our very first Parkinson cycling program uh, developer within it, and we're very excited to see that. And uh, I'm going to have some video from that here. I'm going down there to see her class later this month. If you're in a club studio where you think, you know, this would be something cool that we can offer, you know, please reach out to us. The information is at parkinsoncyclingcoach.com or you can email Kathy and Kathy, give them your contact information. Uh, My contact information is Kathy at parkinsoncyclingcoach.com. Why don't you give me your phone number, too? Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love to talk on the phone. Not- <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> 941-313-0004. I'm available. Exactly. And she's East Coast time, so. Right. Exactly. And uh, exactly. you like to get up early. I do. I do. So you're hearing this and you think, you know, this would be cool, but I don't know anyone with Parkinson's. The first step in developing this type of program, and we'd recommend doing this before you even go through the training, is to reach out to some of your local organizations. Most large cities have um, a uh, Parkinson's something or other. And so if you just Google that, you'll find that. And then just contact them. They will probably be overjoyed with you contacting them, suggesting that you may want to offer these classes. The studio, in order to, to accomplish this, it's preferable that you have indoor cycles with, you know, the, some of the new breed, you know, that have the consoles, the heart rate, cadence, and potentially power. We offer uh, resources where you could upgrade your uh, conventional indoor cycles. There's a number of ways you can add cadence to them. Uh, we also offer training on the use of power in these classes. You know, these are just individuals, and we can train them normally. But between uh, the heart rate parameters that we lay out, we're using um, Sally Edwards' zoning program, and i got to reach out and thank her for allowing us to, to use that. And so if you have a question, please contact us. Um, if you're interested, reach out to some of the local com- Parkinson's-related communities in your area, and then uh, let's see if we can put a program together. Kathy, is there anything else that we should add? You know, I just want people to know that you know, over a million people in the United States have been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I mean, this, and as our population ages, it's going to be, I mean, this is a a group of people that, you know, we need to learn to help. Since there's no cure for Parkinson's disease, we need to help them control their symptoms. And this is such a great program for coaches to be involved and I, I believe to give back just a little bit, I mean, because the feeling of appreciation um, that you get from your classes is unbelievably fantastic. If you have just made a difference in one person's life that day, it has, it's, it's just a phenomenal feeling. And you will. As a, co- as a Parkinson cycling coach, you will. I couldn't have said that better myself. Kathy Helmuth, Parkinson cycling master coach. This is exciting and it's been a fun journey so far with you. Thank you. And I'm just so very excited to see where it's all going to go. 
Me too. I'm excited too, John. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions or concerns and I'll be glad to talk to you. All right. Again, your email and phone number? Uh, Kathy at parkinsoncyclingcoach.com or phone number 941-313-0004. Awesome. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you, John. 